Yes, 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 people. Welcome back to the Table Read Podcast. Love to see you guys. Can't see you all, but I bet you look beautiful. Today, 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 today. Now, I was looking forward to this one. If you've listened to last episode's extended Spotify um, audio, which I hope you have, um, I mentioned the name. I don't think he, he probably ain't heard it yet, so he doesn't know this. I mentioned the name, and I mentioned he will be coming on this podcast very soon. And I was excited about this one. Yeah, I want, you know what, bro? Introduce yourself. Let people know who you are, man. Uh, hello, my name is Reda Elizabeth. I feel like I'm doing a slate. <laughs> I'm, like I'm Reda. Um, I'm an actor, singer, writer. Yeah, that's about it, really. You but say now. sing. You say singer. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Still, you didn't know. What well, you don't know? I didn't know that. Still, I'm joking. No, no, I am. I am. I am. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about that. Still. Well, we can. We can. We'll talk about it. We'll talk so about Reda, um, same as Anthony. I met at Identity. And um, mm-hmm. I didn't see you, right? You probably agree. You just meet so many talented, 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 talented people. And you mm. just think, like, where are these people going to be in the next couple of years? You see their talent. You see the projects that are coming out. Um, a lot of them are signed to Identity. A lot of them have other good agents. And you just think, where are these people going to be in the next couple of years? You are on the top of that list for me. I swear. I'm always thinking. Wow. Cool, bro, you're pro- like, it's not even... I want to say your potential. But you're already the guy. <laughs> you're already the guy no, already. I'll take that. No, I'm joking. I'll, I'll take that. Thank you. I appreciate bro, that. Bro, honestly. So yeah, when I started this podcast, I'll take that I had a list of names up in my head that I wanted to bring onto this and he was probably the first on that list. So, as always, we start with the generic question. Who is mm-hmm. Redder? Who are you, bro? I know partly. I know partly. But let's pretend I don't bit. know. Yeah. He, he was, go ahead, bro. I'll leave it to you. Because we don't, we don't know each other that much, really. Well, cause Not we, that well, yeah. We did a few classes together. Well, I said a few classes. We were in like different <laughs> like a classes term, together. Probably. A few times. Yeah. I think more than a time before yeah. you moved up, I think. I think um, so, yeah. Yeah, but who is Redder? Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm an actor right now. Right now I'm an actor. Um, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> I can't lie right now. I, I'm an actor. I'm a student of acting. I teach a bit of acting on the side. I write on the side, voiceover a little bit here and there. But yeah, in general, just a, a performer, I would say. Not just actor, I guess a performer. Artist. I like that. Kind of thing. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> artist. No, because you know, artist sounds very like, I'm an artist. Do you know, I what, know what I mean? mean? I know what you mean. I know Do what you mean. mean. <laughs> but yeah, artist. So yeah. when did artist you, um, when did you start acting? I could be screen acting or anything. When did you want, when did you realise you wanted to be an actor? When did I, well, so... Interestingly, so I watched like Harry Potter when I was at four, Philosopher's Stone. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. I want to do magic because I used to be into magic. So I watched Harry Potter with all the spells (laughs) and stuff. I was like, I want to do magic. So I want to be in this movie, right? Me not understanding at four, like I want to, do you know what I'm saying? But I used to perform. I used to dance. uh, I used to like dance. I used to sing. But I never thought about acting again. Like I just, I've always wanted to do acting. I'm a performer, I'm a performer. And then... I was always saying, oh, I want to be an actor. But if that doesn't work, I'll be a businessman. And then somebody else would ask me, what do you want to be? I said, oh, I want to be an actor. But if that doesn't work, I'm going to be a businessman. But my dream is to be an actor. So I think one day my mum was like, what are you doing? Like, Why are you not doing anything with your passion? And it was at 2 a.m. And then I messaged okay. this, this drama school called Raw. And I was like, I'd like to join. I'm an actor. I'm 15. I can sing. I can do this. Like, please put me in your school kind of thing. And then from then on, I sort of, I sort of, I sort of started acting not very well and 
slowly, slowly started to learn more and more. And then I fell in love with it. Like a few, like I did a show. Um, we did a show as a group, like in a in like a West End theater. And then I just fell in love with it. And I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. And then from then on. So it's been about, I think I'd say like five years that I've just been wanting to be an actor and stuff. Yeah. Okay. What would you, what would you say keeps you in the industry? Because it's a hard, it's a very, very, very hard industry to be a part of as a teenager, as an adult, any age. Mm. And like, you can start anytime, you can fall out of it anytime. So was there like a specific moment that you decided like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life or whenever, or was it just been there from the start? I think, well, it was, it was actually when I, I did a show, right? And it was a theatre show. And before I went on stage, you know, the feeling before you got on stage, it's like, you're alive. It's like you're, mm. it's like a fight or flight response kind of thing. Adrenaline is rushing through you. Yeah. And then I had to get on stage and I had to do a little bit of like a, like a kind of like a monologue kind of thing where I sort of set up the story and I'm looking at the stage. I'm looking at everyone. I was like, this is what I want to do. But just the moment before that, when I was like in the sides ready to go in, I was like, wow, this is, this is amazing. And I think what, to answer your question about what keeps me going is it's so hard to reach a milestone in this career. It's so hard to get a job. So yeah. if you stop on the on the journey of trying to get one, you're never going to get one. So what mm. what makes me keep going is like, I haven't got to where I wanted to be yet. Do you know what I mean? So mm. I'm sure you felt the same way where it's like, yeah. I'm shooting for this, you know, this, like you probably want to play Miles Morales because you love Miles Morales so much. You're destined not, to play We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Secret, secret, secret. But, so, but you know what I mean? So you have a specific goal in mind that you will not stop until you get. And even then, a new set of goals gets created and you just won't stop until you keep going. But it's, it's the love of it, really. I haven't fell out of love of it. Mm. Uh, hopefully I won't ever. But if I ever do, I, I know I'll do something else to make that will make me happy. Mm. So, yeah. You, you mentioned you teach. What age do you mm. teach? Is it your age or younger's, older's? It's from, like... To be fair, like I, I don't do it like every week. I just do it when I can, like when okay. I'm able to help out. But it's from ages like thirteen to like twenty one, twenty two, and sometimes it, it's it'll be like, I'm I don't teach acting. I'll teach more like self tape classes or industry or how to get okay. jobs on the side or, kind of things like that. Self tapes for adverts, self tapes for films. What the difference is, all of those things like softbox lights, tripods, all of that kind mm. of stuff. The materials around acting, kind of thing. Yeah. Do you feel Do you feel pressure doing that? Because my mum's always telling me to do at these like masterclass and stuff like that and I always told her no I mm. don't want to do that because I feel like there's too much pressure on me like whatever I tell these people they're going to take it so seriously they're going to think okay this is what my guy's yeah. telling me I have to do it do you feel yeah. a sense of pressure because that's one thing that always put me off teaching is the pressure of like these people are trusting you <laughs> whatever knowledge you're yeah. giving them 100% I think I think it, it's, it's interesting because acting and performance in general is so fluid so you can tell someone ah. Oh, don't do don't send this off and maybe one day that might get them the job mm. or you know like for example like in harry potter apparently rupert grint the guy who plays ron weasley his story was that he dressed up as his teacher and sang a song and that landed in the role you know what i'm saying that's not <laughs> something you can teach somebody yeah apparently apparently you know you, you fall down these youtube rabbit holes or you're okay, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, audition stories you know what i mean um so it is, it is worrying sometimes because i don't want to tell someone not to do something and then they do it but my advice is always take the rule book throw the rule book, bring it back in when you feel like it and just judge it on yourself. It, but it's hard to teach somebody to, to like, it's hard to teach somebody to, like, they, they need to be able to, to know when to do things and when not to do things. You can't teach that to somebody. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's mm. hard. Yeah, it's harder to teach someone how to fish than giving them one, do you know what I mean? Kind of thing. 
You're coming you know with these little you know quotes and these little lyrics. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, uh, uh, do you know what? People What's say this to me all the bro? time. Do you know what? It's, it's as much for me as it is for you. It's trying to make me understand what I'm saying because sometimes my brain hey, listen, and my working. mouth don't work together. <laughs> it's working, oh, bro. Fair enough, fair enough. So, let's talk, ab- let's talk about a few of the roles because there is a lot. There's a lot. This guy's always working and I love it. I swear, there'll be a, I'm going to lie, bro. You, Thank you. There'll be moments where I'll be sat, like, during lockdown, before lockdown, either way, I'll be sat at home, I'll be doing nothing, I'll just be sat there watching YouTube, I'll go on your Instagram or I then see Instagram on your story, and I see that you're filming something, or you book something, I'm just like, nah, bro, this guy's got too much time, like, this guy's always working, he doesn't take a day off, I'm like, nah, 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 I need to get up and do something, because there's no way in hell I'm sitting here doing nothing. And <laughs> there's a lot of days working. off, bro. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. There's a lot of days off. <laughs> there's a lot of days off. <laughs> and it's not even like you want them to be days off they're just days off it just you happens. are off exactly you're on the bench <laughs> um yeah so let's talk about let's talk about baghdad central first so for any, central. yeah so for anybody that hasn't watched it heard about it tell them what it's about your role um audition process if you want to include any of that bro it's mm. yours yeah sure um baghdad central is a channel four show um centered around the iraqi war about a about a um, Iraqi detective called Mohsin Al-Khafaji, who has, unfortunately, his daughter's been kidnapped, his daughter's been lost, abducted, whatever. He doesn't know what to do, so he enlists the help of um, American and British soldiers who are there at the time trying to help with the Iraqi war. So he starts to find a few things that are happening that are not supposed to happen. I'm trying to go around the spoilers here (laughs) and on this quest to find his daughter. So... It seems like it's just going to be about the war in Iraq, but it's about a man trying to find his daughter, regardless of where it's set. And, you know, 25%, 30% of it is in Arabic and the other rest of it is in English. So it's a nice um, mix and match. And it's one of the first of its kind. It's a really, really good show. That's really interesting. Uh, I play Ali. Uh, I play Ali, who is sort of runs the neighborhood with his older cousin. And they're both upset at the lead character. Um because he's bringing these Americans and the Americans are giving him alcohol as thank you gifts and because it's a Muslim country, they don't agree with it and he's bringing dollars around and what is he doing kind of thing. So we kind of go head to head, me and my older cousin who who run the neighbourhood, we go head to head with Walid as the series goes on. Series goes on. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do you speak Arabic in the show? I speak Iraqi in the show, which I don't speak in real life, uh, which is quite different. Oh, you don't speak in real so, life? No, I don't speak it. So, so I speak Moroccan, which oh, okay. is a, like a imagine sort of Arabic to Moroccan is what RP is to slang kind of thing. So we speak kind of like slang Arabic. Okay. So that's what during okay. the audition process, yeah. I was, it's like, it was actually my second audition with my new agent. It was my second audition. <laughs> I was flying, I was going to Morocco to, um, to go and see, to go see my family and I was so ill. I was, I was like in the, I was, imagine bro, I'm about to go on a flight and I'll get my first two emails from my new agent. I'm like, oh my God, these are self-tapes. I just signed yesterday. I literally had signed a contract yesterday. I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh my God, self-tapes. And one of them was for this big HBO show. The other one was this smaller character for something called Baghdad Central. I was like, yeah, I'm going to concentrate on this, on this show. I'm going to concentrate on this big HBO mm. show. <laughs> I concentrate on that. And then I get my dad to help me on this, on the Baghdad Central audition tape. And I don't speak Iraqi, so we're just guessing. We're using, like, standard Arabic, which is a bit different. But we're doing it now, whatever. And I'm sick, bro. Like, my nose <laughs> is full. I can't even speak properly. It's in a language I don't speak. And literally, uh, we do it. And then I set the audition off. And then 
I got an email next day and bear in mind these are my brand new agents. Hey Reda, where's the English version? I was like, huh? I didn't do the English version, I did it in Arabic. And she said, no, I sent that to you. I was supposed to do it in English. I ran, oh. I had a tripod, which I, I literally used like a selfie stick and a tripod. I wired them together and then I made it work. <laughs> <I've done that. laughs> yeah, yeah, you done it. <laughs> literally. And then a few days later, I get like a, a WhatsApp message from my agent. And they said, hi, call me. I got some good news. And I'm like, oh, I'm thinking it's the HBO thing. Because, bro, that HBO, I gave it my all. I gave it my all. You know them ones, you have like a big audition and a smaller audition. You really want the bigger one? You're focused on this one big one. Exactly. So uh, the one I wasn't focusing Mm. on. And then I got a call. And I remember this is that that wanky actuary thing that people say. Like, I was literally on the balcony watching the sunset. I was like, hey, you just booked this job. I was like, oh, amazing. Oh my God. And I was like, wow, I just put my first job like a weekend to be in sign, which I was very happy about. And then it dawned on me, I can't speak Iraqi. How many lines oh are there? My. Because I can't speak the language. So, so then, yeah, but, but we ended up doing it. Um, I just like through dialect lessons, 20 minutes every morning before I was filming. And then, yeah. And it was filmed in Morocco as well, where I was at the time. So yeah, it was cool, man. What was that? Morocco is, is it, is it really hot in Morocco? It's quite hot in Morocco. Where we filmed it is in the south, south Morocco, near the um, near the desert, where it's very, very hot. Yeah, fun. <laughs> Scorpions fun. and snakes, man. Fun. Scorpions fun, and fun, snakes. Fun, fun. Yeah, very fun. So one that just released pretty much that what last week, just released last week that I watched, amazing. Yeah. Uh, Outside the wire, Netflix. Yeah. Big big Netflix. Big big Anthony Mackie. With your favorite actor. Big big <laughs> Damson the Go Idris. Big big course, like. Yeah. So yeah, man, what was what was that like? Cause that there comes a time, right? I'm still waiting for that moment where like you're just on a massive, massive, massive set. Like you can have a small role, a big role, but you're just on like a massive like Hollywood type set with like A-listers. Mm. It's huge. I haven't had that yet. So what was that like stepping onto that set for the first time, and you just got you got Anthony Mackie there or something like? What, what was that feeling like? Yeah. Oh, it was amazing, man. I mean, that one was a bit different for me because I got there. I didn't get the script. I think through whatever happened, I just didn't receive the script. What? So all I knew, I didn't know who Damson was playing, who Anthony Mackie was playing. So I tried to research oh, as much as I could. But being yeah. on that set, like we're in, like you watched in it, so it's like we're in the middle of this massive open space. Yeah. And I just got dressed. They gave me a gun. They gave me a wetsuit. And we were there from 9pm to 4am. And <laughs> it's just 50 soldiers, you know, with Damson walking in the middle, 50 soldiers walking towards me. And I'm just shouting and, you know, all of those lines are improv. So because I had two lines. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I got given two lines. So the the two lines I was given was, come on, guys, let's go. Let's go. Keep it moving. And director was like, Mikhail Hofstrom, who's an amazing director, was just like, yo, so they're walking from this point to that point. And all you're speaking is for five seconds. You need to speak for like two minutes. So it was just two minutes of improv of like over two days from like night shoots. And it's raining. And yeah, it felt amazing, man. It is, it's very grand, like, as you can imagine. It's like, very, very yeah. grand. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you, uh, did you speak to Mr. Dumpson to go Idris a little bit? Just, yeah, yeah, it was cool. We were all, we were all in, like, a, in a trailer. Like, we were all in a trailer, like, like, literally after being drenched in water, because, you know, the water just keeps going, the rain keeps going. Yeah. Um, we would just sit getting warmed up, like, just trying to, like, keep warm. And obviously, we all mm. respect each other's process, so we're not trying to, we're not, you know, stepping over anyone's toes or anything. Um, but yeah, no, we spoke. We spoke about like his movie farming and stuff. It was very cool. Very cool about it. And yeah, we just jumped on. It was very chill though. I'll be honest with you. It was very, very chill. Very relaxed. I wouldn't have been chill. 
We're not going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> and yeah, the last one that has not... You love that too. Bro, listen. I don't know. It's... Again, I could speak for hours. Hours, hours, I'm hours. Sure. It's because of Snowfall. And we sp- we've spoken about Snowfall. Wow. Snowfall. There you go. We've spoken wow. about... But we'll be here for time. We'll be here for 24 hours plus. Too long. Too long. <laughs> um, and then Pirates, yet to be released. Yeah, Directed Pirates. by Reggie Yates. Um, I auditioned for this one, you know. And it's one of them ones, really? you get auditions for things. And it's one of them ones like, have you ever had an audition and you go, whether I get this or not, regardless, I'm going to watch it. I'm definitely going to watch it. Whether that I was book, Pirates book it, to me. Yeah. That see, was Pirates I've had loads and Pirates was one of them. I was like, whether I get this or not, I'm watching this because this sounds yeah. so sick. The yeah. plot sounds... So yeah, again, uh, I know what it's about. For people yeah. that don't, let them know, let them know. You know, people, some people ask me, like family even ask me, and I go, it's quite hard to explain. But like to put it simply, Pirates is, is a love letter to brotherhood, love letter to garage, love letter to friendship. It's sort of about three 18-year-olds from London who are all in this, uh, this group, this like garage group, this kind of like pirate radio group called the Ice Cold Crew, the ICC. And to put it kind of simply, it's about them wanting to go from A to B. It's them wanting to go from North London to a club in South London. Well, obviously, films are never that simple. So they, they <laughs> you know, they bump into things across the way. They have to get clothes. They have to get the latest shoes. And so it just, it's about that story. But it's more than that. Because, you know, one of the characters, Capo, played by Elliot, he, he like, he's off at uni. And you see very much at the start of the movie, you know, the sort of conflict of one of them's at uni, two of them are here trying to make this MC group, this kind of, this, sorry, not this MC group, this, this pirate radio group. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a, the story of all three of them and a story about London. It's a, it's, a, it's a lovely story. Obviously, you're filming this now. You're filming Pirates. Mm. And then uh, the world just kind of turns upside down yeah. midway through shooting. So if you guys didn't know, there's, there's a thing called COVID-19. Uh, you probably haven't heard of it. You know, it's not, it's not quite big. It's not that important. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so you're, you're shooting and then covid yeah. just says yo wagwan i'm here and then yeah shooting what just stops in it shuts down stops bro like we wrapped we wrapped on the 16th we were finishing on the 23rd so we had oh, seven days left that is timing like, that's ridiculous yeah it was and that it was around ridiculous. the time like we were just chilling outside doing this scene it was 3 a.m and we were all us three like going do you, think we're, do you think we're coming back soon? <laughs> and then everyone sort of was like, yeah, even if we get locked down, it's calm. We'll catch you in two weeks. We'll catch you in three weeks. And everyone was like, we'll catch you May. I'll catch you in May because it was March at the time. And lo and behold, we started back in, you know, like kind of like the 10th of September, seven months later. Yeah. Seven months? Yeah, like six months, six and a bit months later. So yeah, it was all mad. Wait, so you had, mad. You, had, you had what, probably like a week just under a week left to film. Yeah. And then you, you shut down for seven months. Yeah. Nearly seven months. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, you see, that that would rattle me. That would completely rattle because... Yeah. Like, you're in, you're in the mood, like, you're filming this project, you're, you're, mm. you're, like, you're just very infused in it, you're engaged, you're engaged, you're about to yeah, finish yeah. it, you're trying to keep the ball rolling, and then mm. you take a seven-month break. <laughs> yeah. A seven-month... It was crazy. It was crazy because there's so many, there'll be so many days where, so we were doing night shoots. So starting at like 6 p.m., finishing at like 6 a.m. And I'd get home like half awake and I'm like at seven going, oh, there's a sick improv for tomorrow. I'm going to say this and I'm going to say that. 
I sleep, I wake up, I keep it in my head, I go to work the next day and we keep doing it, I kept it in the cycle. The moment we stopped filming, four months into lockdown or like by the time it got to July, I was like, do I remember my character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do yeah, I remember yeah, who I Kidder is? I do I remember who my character is? And mm. it's like, I've forgotten, like I was listening to this Garage song because the film's all about Garage. I was into this Garage song and I was like, I can't remember the name of this song. And I was like, I am fucked. I can't remember this song. I can't remember even the name. Like, I'm an MC in the movie. I'm supposed to know all the names of the tunes, all of the... I forgot. So it was just going back and relearning and learning all the songs again and rereading the script again. And it was, it was mad. It was crazy. It was crazy, bro. So what was, that, what was that first day on set back like? That first day, you're like, you just come back from a seven-month seven month seven break. break. Like, what? Because I know I would have been rattled. I would have been... I would have crumbled. I would not have known what to do. My character would have been gone. Lines would have been gone. So what was that first day back like? Was it like, was it exciting? Like everyone was obviously excited to be back on set? Or was yeah. it a bit like, you know, like everyone's kind of pacing themselves a little bit because they need to, you know, get the fire mm. back up? What was it like? Everyone was really excited, man. And and what was mm. amazing about this movie was the, was the cast and the crew were all like, it was like we were in a big group. So like everyone was was cool. So the moment you came back, you know, obviously social distancing and stuff, but from far it's like, yo, how you doing? Um, and you can't re- like tell who it is from the mask. And it's like, oh my God, it's you. <laughs> it's the grip, it's the this, it's the that. But that first day back, I had like a three page scene. It was my audition scene. And I was like, oh my God, like this is this is mad in the first two days back. So we were doing mm. it over two days. Um, but it was it was amazing because the moment we all got the clothes back on, we were us. We were ourselves, and by ourselves, I mean the characters again, because we're all so similar to our characters. We were just the characters again, you mm. know. We were like we were in this 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 jerk shop, like improvising about getting this and getting a patty and getting a fried dumpling and getting it, and then it just all came back to us, and then mm. that's it. We were up again. So yeah. So Reggie Yates in his, it's his directorial debut, isn't it? His first time directorial debut. Yeah, yeah. What's that like? What's that? Because when I read, when I read the script. For some reason, even though he hasn't directed anything, I said he's gonna kill this. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, yeah. he's gonna smash this. I could just tell. No, he did, man. He did. Mm. It, it wasn't. It didn't feel like it was his first time directing, because he, mm. he. This is sort of loose. This is sort of loosely based on what he knows and sort of what he lived through. Oh, okay. So okay, it's not like you know he he knew everything. Any question on the spot, he would know, <laughs> and. The improv, you know, we were allowed to improv for like eight minutes, seven minutes, five minutes. <laughs> That's and so sick. Yo, can I add in a line? Yeah, add this one. You know what? And so for a director to come up to you, be like, you know what? This line that I wrote isn't funny. Just change it. Do something new. It for someone to put that much trust in you is is amazing. It did it, honestly like the best director I worked with today to to this day. Wow, sick. Yeah, hundred percent. I I cannot wait. I cannot wait until that is released, man. That it's on my it's on my list. It's on my to watch list. That's it's on my good. list as well, but we don't know when it's coming out, so I can't <laughs> even give you. I can't even give you a date, man. I have no clue. No clue. Ah, oh, man, it'll be worth the wait. It'll be worth the wait. Hundred percent. So this this question, I'm making this a theme on this podcast. Yeah, this waste man question is. Oh, a, it's not Taj. Yeah, you already know what's coming. I'll it's watch a waste the podcast, man, Anthony. Yeah, man, you got, <laughs> I got to do it. You know what's coming, bro? What is your best attribute? Oh, I'm gonna flip it a tiny bit. Sorry, Anthony, Bro. I didn't think of this in time for you. One, <laughs> what's your best attribute? Or, or if you can't think of that, what was your proudest moment in your career so far? Or both. I'm just so, saying. 
my proudest career. So I know we just talked about pirates. My proudest career moment so far was landing pirates because okay. I gave that audition process my all. Like I gave mm. it everything. Like we were improvising in the audition room for like six hours, and like just wow. you know you audition you chemistry with very different people. I gave that my all, like I put everything on the table kind of thing. So that's my, my proudest moment was getting that. Not because I landed a lead, because I finally saw you get like what you can get with hard work kind of thing. Yeah. So, but my... Satisfying. My, what was that? Satisfying. Oh, definitely it's satisfying. What was that question? What, what do you mean what was that question? You know what question no. was? What is your best attribute, bro? You know this <laughs> my, question. My you know what this question is. <laughs> my best attribute. Uh, I'm, I, was, I was watching Anthony yesterday struggle with this question. Um, what was our best attribute? I think making do, making do with what mm. I have. I think like that's it. that's you know what I'm saying. If I don't have something, I try to find another way of getting it, or okay. making it, or whatever. Yeah, I like that. I'm si- I'm similar. I'm I'm very similar. Yeah, very 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 similar. Wait, sorry, no, no, wait, 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 wait. Wait, what? What's your best attribute? <laughs> Hold on a second. You, this is not how this goes, bro. What's going, what's going on? What's going on? Honestly, I can't answer that. I don't know. I actually don't. I think one hard, isn't it? It's hard, isn't it? Like this is one that I've been told. I've been told from my mm. like family members. It's like I can kind of adapt to any situation, like whether it, like uh, yeah. acting or this in life. Like if. If something's happened to me or I'm in a situation or a position or an environment that I've never been before, um, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll, my favorite saying is, I'll figure it out. Like, if you, my mum mm. knows, my mum gets so upset at me, I always say it to my mum, I'll figure it out, I'll figure it out, I'll figure it out. But it's because I mean it. Like, if there's something mm. that I don't know what's going to happen or I'm unsure of something, I'll figure it out. It might take long, but eventually I'll get it right. Yeah, yeah. So I see, so, yeah. It's very similar, but that, isn't it? But very similar. <laughs> that's cheating, though. That's something that I've been told. I don't know what mine is yet. I can't answer that myself. But anyway, uh, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. So, bro, what is, um, what's next? What's next? What's next? Whether that's future projects, things you want to achieve. Uh, obviously, we're in lockdown right now. What, how do you plan to get through this lockdown? Yeah, well, what's next, really? Well, the only thing that I've, I've got coming out is, is Pirates. But that is, like, my sort of big thing that's coming. So that's what's next for me, um, industry-wise. And, you know... As that says, that could change tomorrow, innit? That could change, you know, something could go through. But for now, that's what it is. In terms of goals and stuff, just doing, like, doing a bit more of, like, my, my own thing. So just, like, writing a bit more. Because so, we've got so much time right now to just... So much time. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah. Doing more about, like, my, my own things. Like, maybe writing a bit more and stuff like that. Those kind of things. Flexing those different type of muscles and just, mm. Yeah. Touching. He said flexing those type of what? What is that's free? Muscle. That's free. You dropped free now, yeah. What the fuck? That, that, about fishing. Nah, you can't no, you can't count that one now. You can't count that one. Can't, you, which one the muscle everyone one? Everyone says flex those muscles. Everyone says that. But not in the context of what you just said it though. In that context, that banged. That was hard. 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 Maybe it was a bit different. In that context. Maybe not in that, that, that context, hard. but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'm man. being judged, bro. Nah, listen, someone's gonna steal them. Someone will steal those. Right, well, I'll copyright it from now. Copyright free. I say someone, I'm going to take them. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> listen, bro. It's been an absolute pleasure. Like I said. Pleasure, Thank you. When I thought of this idea for the podcast, I had a list of names. I knew it was at the top of this list. 
I said I have to get Redo on this podcast because all the different roles he's booked, um, seeing him train at Identity, I was like, nah, man, this this guy's a different beast. It's a different beast, different beast. Usually I say like, oh, I'll give so-and-so a couple years, three years, give him three years, give him five years. With you, I say, I, I don't know, bro. This guy can <laughs> this guy can take off at any moment, any moment. It could <laughs> be tomorrow, you, I, I don't that. know, man. But yeah, man, keep killing it. Keep killing it, bro. You Thank motivate you, man. me, Likewise. honestly. You motivate me. Likewise, man. Um, where can they find you, man? What's your socials? What's your socials? Uh, Instagram mainly, Reddit Elazor. The spelling on that is a bit mad, but I'm sure. I'll get it. 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 You'll get it. You'll get it. You'll spell it right. You'll spell it right. Well, yeah, people. Thank you very much again for listening to the Table Read podcast. Um, as usual, we do have a visual version over on my YouTube channel, De Niro Visuals. So if you don't want to look at my ugly face, you can just stay here. But if you do want to look at my ugly face, go over to the channel. Um, all the episodes are going to be on there first before this one drops um i don't know what how spotify works not gonna lie i don't know if you like subscribe or if you follow or all them things there but um yeah if you want to do all that stuff go ahead and do it if not we will see you guys next time peace